everybody, and welcome back to Papa Hood. Thank you for being here on this super amazing uh, podcast and super amazing podcast, not because of what we're doing, but because of the people we've got here. And today, my guest is a person that um, I've known for a while, but somebody I really look up to, not just as a father, but also as a friend and a family member. I would say we're not related, related, but you know, family is just not about blood. So today's guest is this amazing guy who loves super bikes, crazy dude on bikes. You don't want to sit with him after having a heavy meal in a car, right? You just might want, you might mess up the car. So you want to watch out for that. But great driver, safest guy I know. One, two, a businessman, person who's never, I mean, he sleeps, but I don't know when he does that. So a very hardworking young guy, who's got his priorities all in the right place. His life revolves around his children and family. He'll do anything for family. And so it's an immense pleasure to have this childhood friend of mine, but also a man, a boy who's turned into a great man, who's turned into an awesome dad. So without further ado, let's welcome this budding entrepreneur, but more importantly, a father. Leslie Quadris, welcome to Papahood. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for having me here. I'm really, really honored to be here. I'm very excited about this project. Um, and so glad to know that there are people out there who now are talking about dads. This is awesome. Absolutely. Why should we miss that opportunity, isn't it? I know. There's a lot of talk about mums and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we're missing, uh, you know, a different uh, a part of the equation that a child's life needs and it's so important right, right. so important so i think uh, what we're trying to do les with this uh, with this podcast is to reach out to dads just to have this entertaining conversation with dads already so that they get a perspective of maybe what to expect how to handle this well i know you have a lot of books and uh, material out there to guide you but you know Nothing like hearing it from the horse's mouth. Why not? Isn't it? So <laughs> let's go, Les. Are we ready? Just got a few questions for you. I hope that's all right. Yep. But feel free to. Uh, I'm going to get started with a very uh, old question. Right. What was your first memory of when you found out you're going to be a dad? You know, the first time you found out right, I'm going to be a dad. Or when it hit you. What was that? What was that like? Take us back, Les. Well, quite honestly, for me... I've always loved adventure and I've always loved a bit of thrill, right? So for me, it was uh, a very, I was, it was a blank moment when I got to know I was going to be a dad. I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but uh, I was terribly excited about the future because I now know that it's not no more two of us. It's going to be three. And uh, I did have a lot of friends who told me, that's it, you're, You've lost out on, <laughs> you've lost out on the bed. You lost out on your space. You've lost out on everything. You've lost your wife, man. And I, I and uh, I'm blessed that it happened four times over. Yeah. But quite honestly, for me, I don't, I don't re really remember the emotion, but I, I did know it's going to be adventurous. That's the, that's the word for me. You know, adventurous and uh, was very, very thrilling, exciting. Awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a milestone moment. To be honest, I really, from my experience, I think you don't know what's going to hit you. 
to True. be honest, you get all the friends and family, you know, obviously they're happy for you. But at the yeah. end of the day, you really don't know what's coming, <laughs> True. how it's very going true. to be, because you also get very conflicting experiences from everybody else. So yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about being a parent yep. and a father is that you don't know what's coming. Right. So uh, that's an amazing thing. Les. And you're right. Well, uh, you know, I like the way you subtly put it. I like thrill, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's an understatement. If you know what I mean, right? you're <laughs> a guy who's living on the edge, and that's amazing. And you're pushing the boundaries in more ways than one. So, uh, I want to ask you something that I get. And here's the thing: you're the only person I can ask this question to with all my guests, because both <laughs> of us have four kids, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question. Here it goes. It's I call this question the look question. Oh gosh. What do I mean by this is when you tell people, right, you've got four kids, they give you that look. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you off your head? Uh, where did you park your brain? You know, yeah. that kind of a thing. Do you get that list? Do you get that look? Yep. All the time. All the time. Right? And how do you react? For some people, they just, they give me the look and they stop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, come again. Uh, they're like, Are you serious? You have four kids. <laughs> So yes, I have four kids, but you know what? I pass it off by saying my wife says she has five, mm. you know, because uh, we we men are always, you know, we're we're, we're grown up kids, right? <laughs> we love we love our toys, we love our bikes, we love our, you know, our cheap thrills, we love uh, everything that we do is about yeah. growing up, and so I pass that away by by saying my wife says she has five kids, yeah. and if Natalie, if my wife is around, you know, she has a face moment and she's like oh god what am i dealing with but uh how do i deal with that uh well if if, if it's a if it's a light conversation um i i i just say that i i really really enjoy being a dad mm. you know uh and then if it's something deep then uh, I, I i i try to stay away because you know you then otherwise put, yeah. there's a yeah there's all the wisdom and everything that comes with it and i i, I try to like stay away from long drawn conversations like that. But yeah, yeah. this is, this is exciting. You know, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. And uh, you know, the, the, the four kids, especially when you tell them that for me, it happens in professional settings a lot. Right. Uh, and f it's very interesting how, you know, that becomes like your calling card, if I may. Right. Uh, hey guys, please meet Steve. He's got four kids. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of other things as well. But, you know, uh, that seems to be the headliner, which is absolutely normal with me. And I've gotten used to it. You know, I use the wife card as well, but I use something else. Uh, I say it's all because of my wife. She's really beautiful because of her. You know, so I put the blame on her. <laughs> right. But, uh, well, it is what it is. And as, yeah, you, you know, uh, we are all very, very proud of being these uh you know, dads being blessed to be a dad of these Absolutely. four children, right? Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. Next question, Les. Next question, and this has something to do since both of us are talking about our wives, right? Right. <laughs> What's that you call? I know you call Nat uh, your best half, right? Which is yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I completely <laughs> agree with you on that. <laughs> but uh, what makes her the best half? Why not you be the best half? I mean, I'm just playing devil's right. advocate here, but right. you know what I'm doing. What 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 do you think makes her the best half? Right. So just for the sake of the audience, um, I, I know you know my story, but for the sake of the audience, uh, I know Natalie for over 24 years now, right? Um, she's my high school sweetheart. And she literally knows me 
like inside out, right? Uh, and I remember the first time my folks met with her, and my mom's like, you know, you got to be careful of this guy. I just, just, and my mom's just trying to give her some gyan about me and you know all of that. And 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 my wife sits there and says, I know Leslie. I just know him inside out, right? Yeah. And the confidence in which she said it blew my mom away. She was like, wow, you know. Dad, who's your best friend apart from mom, right? And uh, I think you don't have many best friends. You have just that one. And for me, it's my wife, right? Awesome. And awesome. Uh, yeah, from there, I think that's the reason why I'd call her my best half. She she's um, in every sphere, including business, right? In in business meetings with people, she's just got that eye for detail. And mm. I think uh, there's this there's this saying that you know women have the sixth sense and there's something about yeah, them, yeah, yeah. right? But um, I think they're blessed with that. And when when you have a business partner as your wife, it yeah. just makes life so much more easy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I must point out, I think I forgot to mention that in uh, in your introduction, you run Zebedee Ventures, isn't that right? You want to tell us a little bit about that first before we? Sure. So. Um, Zebedee Ventures um, is a firm that, uh, so I predominantly come from traditional business, which is uh, real estate. Uh, in fact, um, we we were in the Middle East for a long time. And then in 1995, we came down to India and my dad and mom built a brand which sells real estate, right? We buy land. And when then we cut it off into pieces and then we sell real estate. But over the last decade, I've realized that there's a fundamental problem with that. Real estate by itself, uh, when you when you just sell it, you're um, you're losing out on so much of so much that you can do with the land. There's so much of value that you can bring into land. For example, agriculture, hospitality, you know, so many things that you can do with land. So with that experience, Natalie and me began this consulting service called Zebedee Ventures, which deals with everything around land, right? Not just land, but even a constructed space. How do we, how do you uh, monetize it? How do you uh, bring more value to land? And so we consult with land developers and also, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, construction companies, et cetera, on how best to utilize their space. So that's what Zebedee Ventures does. And it, it specializes in real estate, but with the ancillaries of hospitality, guaranteed rental income, um, you know, event management, uh, so many things put together under one yeah. roof. So when you say real estate in India, people, people think it's either buildings, <laughs> houses, right? So we bring True. in the other elements to it as well. Awesome. 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 I mean, I know, I do, I know you guys have a lot of experience in that field. So that, that, that discussion is going to be for another day, right? right. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, the, the people that give us that awesome title of being dads, the kids. Right. Now, I know that each of these children have beautiful individualistic natures and the way they do things and stuff yeah. like that, right? How do you handle that? I have my way of doing it. But again, there's no textbook, you know, we write our own books. I mean, think about it. We are writing as fathers. Well, I can tell you, I can give you gyan, I can give you advice and whatever else there is. But at the end of the day, you've got to do it yourself as dad, right? right? Because that's the only thing they're looking up to. So how do you handle that bit, uh, Les? So um, 
firstly, you know, when when Natalie and I look at our kids, we are blown away at how different everyone is, right? And we're like, she's our daughter, and <laughs> she's our daughter, and he's our. You, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. You ex- absolutely. Like, I, at least, at least, I thought uh, my children will be either identical, uh, you know, uh, to to who I am or to who Natalie is. Yeah. But here are four kids that are so different to each other. And so I think I had to learn how to understand. I had to understand that first, Steve. So if you're asking me, how do I deal with it? Mm. I think I had to understand that all of these kids are, you know, all of them, all kids around the world for that matter, all of them are different, right? Absolutely. Everyone's different. Everyone's unique. Now at home, when we have these four, we ha- I had to unlearn and mm. then relearn that they are unique, yeah. right? And uh, I think a lot of my help, and I, I, I must say this, Steve, a lot of this, for me, a lot of my wisdom, a lot of it comes from, from spirituality, comes from God, right? And uh, God himself says this, right? In the, in the Bible, says, he says this, he says, you're unique, right? And if God is looking at every single person as unique, yeah. How much more yeah. do we have to look at our own as unique? Oh. And that's when I that that was the that was the crux for me. So I had to look at every one of them unique and not draw parallels or not not do comparisons and say, okay, she likes this and she doesn't like these things. And she even with food habits, right? Yeah. So so sometimes we juggle with how do we, you know, how do we make something that everyone can eat together? So, so, so it's 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 a it's 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 a learning curve. Every day is a journey, but it's yeah. awesome. I think it's awesome. Fantastic, fantastic. And you're right. You know, each of them bring to it. They, they each challenge you, isn't it? They each Very challenge true. you to yeah. look at something differently. Look at the same thing. One of them will look at it differently. One of them will have this absolute 180 degree view of it. So. As a dad, I think one of the things that keeps me on my toes, and I'll speak for myself here, is how I can, you know, constantly make sure that I'm keeping up with them. Because I know each of them will bring uh, a different perspective to the table. Uh, You know, uh, I remember uh, just sharing a small story a couple of years ago. Les, Of course, nowadays, everything happened a couple of years ago, especially when it had to do with travel. We decided to travel to Pondicherry. Right. right. And uh, obviously, I wanted to know the best possible route. So I put on Google Maps in the car. We're, right. blowing, we're you know, blasting music and all of us having a good time. Just the kids, just myself and Jackie and the wife. And we're all in the car, you know, enjoying ourselves. And suddenly Google Maps tells us, take this route. So I'm saying, hey, listen, I don't know the route. Let's take the route. Right. So get onto the route. Now, when we get onto the route, what we didn't realize, obviously, is because is that the route, it was a shortcut, right. but it went through a very difficult terrain. Right. Right. The car couldn't handle that terrain. My car is not fit to handle that terrain. Let's put it right. that way. So, but we, then we are driving and this thing is going all over the place. Obviously, the wife is freaking out. She's like, <laughs> oh, we don't know where we're going. Oh, what's happening? You know, right. kids are at the back having a blast. Dad, go faster. Right? Dad, do this. Dad, do that. Dad, take another road. Take that road. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. You know, each of them coming out with this, uh, 
with this absolute, I mean, it's such joy. It's such fun yeah. being dads with these kids who are just, you know, all out there. I think uh, they give us an opportunity to be children again, isn't it? Right. To just, you know, let go of whatever it is we are going through. So right. I completely get what you're saying. All of our kids, and they're so different. I mean, oof. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. So then, you know, uh, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not all rosy. Let, it is not. Yeah. yeah, it's not rosy, right? So one of the things that I, for me, I, I shouldn't say it's a fear, because again, uh, with with you know the spiritual life that we lead, that's another story altogether. But that's central to what we do. But at the end of the day, in your heart of hearts, sometimes, yeah, yeah, you have a fear. What's going to happen to the kids? You know, right? How do you handle that, Les? Because there are so many changes that are taking place in our environment. You know, yeah. in the world, there are yeah. so many different things that can lead our children, you know, in different directions that maybe we don't know how to handle. So how do you handle that? Right, Steve, such a beautiful question, man. Um, you know, Steve, uh, I like to use a word uh, which I very strongly advocate at home. And for me, that, that word is called culture, right? Um, the way forward, I believe, for children in the future, they're going to depend a lot on wisdom and not knowledge. Okay, mm. because knowledge is 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 free today, literally free. Absolutely, like you said, like you said today, right? You you ask Google and Google. Back in the day, they would pull out a map, and you know you 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 know you have to really be educated to even read a map. Absolutely, right? Um, and and and, and, and Asians are really bad at spatial, you know, uh, you know, which is why we bikers as well. Yeah? We just take a Google map and stick it out there, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, um, so knowledge is free, right? But the future, I believe, is going to be wisdom-driven mm. and not knowledge-driven, right? And wisdom comes from, from, it has to have a reference point. It needs to have, uh, you know, and that comes from culture. And what is it that you're driving at home? Yeah. You know, I, I, I do know that, you know, uh, we all remember things that our parents did growing up. They wouldn't use these big fancy words, but, you know, <laughs> Uh, there are certain things which were, which I'm sorry, there's no excuse, right? You got to have dinner together, or you got to pray together, or you got to, you know, you yeah. got to do your chores. I mean, whatever it is, that was a culture that they drove, and today that's ingrained into your system, yeah. right? So True. today, I'd like to today with my kids, I talk about it, uh, and we we call it out as culture, and we tell them that this is what you will remember when you're out there. We mm. want you to go out there. We, don't, we, don't, we want you to go out there, uh, explore the world, do all of this. But we're confident mm. that when you do that, you will remember the culture. You will remember who you are and yeah. where you come from. That's, that's very big that I see kids lacking today. You know, mm. uh, We're very, very careful about who our kids hang out with. Very, very important for us. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, your daughter is a, is, is a is a is a role model right, for our kids and the kids love to hang around with her uh, because of everything she brings to the table. And I know why I and, you, you know, she there's this she comes with all of that culture that she's seen. And, yeah. and when she brings it to our house, there is that, uh, you know, our kids carry it forward. They say, OK, we need to we need to keep our cupboards clean. 
right? <laughs> we need to be organized, right? Yeah, that, is, that, that is scaling, absolutely. That's scaling for you, right? <laughs> and, and, and when the kids go downstairs to play, I'm just giving you a very small example, right? right? You know, when the kids go downstairs to play, uh, the, you know, the, they come back and say, oh, dad, it's, it's horrible out there. Oh, my God, this, the, 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 you know, the, the F word and the S word and the B yeah. word. And, and so I tell them that it's normal, right? You you got to be out there, yeah. But you you don't need to hang out with them, yeah. Right, absolutely. You, you, yeah. So just remember who you are. Remember your culture. This is not how we speak at home. True. And um, I think at the end of it, Natalie and me are smiling, and we are happy that our kids do get this culture shock when they go out there, because then we know that we're we're on the right path. Absolutely. It also gives them a very good moral compass. Right? Very true. Yeah. Uh, it, it it tells them, you know, what's the difference? What is black? What is white? And Correct. you get to choose. At the yeah. end of the day, you know, you get to choose. But like you rightly said, when we develop that culture within our homes, yeah. uh, you know, I keep using, I think I use this phrase every time we have our podcast interviews is a charity begins at home, culture begins at home. I'm going right. to, you know, take it from there and say, because then that gives the child given the ambiguity, given the, the uncertainty that sometimes engulfs us, I think that moral compass, that kind of uh, something that can, you know, guide you right in whatever true. sense, you know, right is going to help them on their way whenever they, yeah. you know, kind of grow up and take an awesome, lovely yeah. answer, kids. lovely answer list. Fantastic. Now, you spoke about our fathers, you know, you spoke about our parents, and I'm going to, I've just got a small question about it, but a very significant one. Right. And we have to give it to our dads and moms as well. They didn't have a handbook. They didn't have Google for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> so right. Uh, we've all learned good or bad from our parents, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, giving them all the due credit and respect. What yeah. was the biggest thing you took away from your dad? Right. So my dad started two businesses, one in Oman and one in India. And those two turned out to be the most successful business. Like True. there was no there was no plan B. Mm. There was only plan A. He, I, I don't know of companies that he has opened and shut down. Wow. Right? Can, wow. can you imagine if you, if, you, if you go to the registrar of companies today and you look at the number of companies that shut down in year one, Statistics show you that they're close to 87 to 93%. What? The companies that have opened shut down in year one. Wow. And here you have this man who's built something over three decades, right? And, and, and he just one company and that's it. No plan B. Yeah. Yeah. So the ability to pursue something um, and not give up, yeah. right? That I believe is uh, the crux. Um, I mean, Growing up, there was talk about business all the time on the dinner table, on the, you know, in the car. And then suddenly they'd be like, okay, what's four times four? And I'm like, where did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) We're going, we're going to, uh, we're going to church and there's a business talk there. And so there was a lot of business, right? There was a lot of, and uh, so you know where I'm coming from. The culture over with, with my family was always business. Right. So there was no time for anything else. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, yeah. today I understand, uh, you know, that they were just two, my mom and dad, and they built what they built. And oh, today wow. I am here. Yeah. Um, uh, but taking, like you said, you take the good, right? Yeah. There's Absolutely. the good and the bad. You take the good. And what, the good I would say I would take is 
dedication wow. right and they That's are right? still, absolutely and they are still there they, uh, they are still oh, yeah. the managing director <laughs> and chairman of the company right they still run the show and uh, they are uh, amazing and they are oh. amazing if there's somebody in business that i would call uh, successful i'd say i'd say mom and dad you know les it's it's so amazing that you say that because when you say 30 years of running a business you know i yes 30 years is a long time right whatever dimension you want to look at it from yeah, right however right. in those 30 years when we actually put it together if we are at 2020 let's say 1990 they started the business just for calculation right look at the things that have changed in those 20 years and still right. to be competitive right very true very still true. to be uh, you know successful like you put it still to be hard working perseverance still dedicated to what they do i know your mom and dad and i've seen them work man i wish i was half as energetic as as them right. when i get to their age you know so I, i completely get what you're saying and all due credit to them for what they do man and yeah you are here like you said right yeah. Yeah. and rocking it too so okay let's let's spend a little time with the with the kids again let's go back to the kids right the main right. focus of our discussion here now i don't know about you les but my kids and don't tell them i say this they can be horrible critics right <laughs> <laughs> it hurts me sometimes right yeah yeah how do you handle that because they come up to you and they just tell you Boop, that's what you shouldn't have done that or you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have done that you know they right. just they just come up and they just tell you how do yeah. you handle that part to be honest initially it would hurt me and uh, it would more than hurt me it would hurt my ego oh, right very true and oh boy and then it would go into justification right i'd be like no but why how <laughs> no, no, no no but i think all of that's failed now i mean they they just know <laughs> right and so um, i realized that sometimes it's okay to to say you're sorry Yeah. yeah and it's okay to uh, to be vulnerable mm. right and uh, when they see that uh, that's another culture that you're driving that it's okay to be sorry yeah and it's okay to not know, to not be all knowing yeah right yeah. Yeah. um and it helps because it just pushes you to be the best version of yourself right um like i remember i let me give you a small example about 2018 uh i came to i came back from the middle east in 2012 right and yeah. i didn't have a very good lifestyle there so i you know turned big and i was obese and uh, I, i think 2018 i took a call that i am going to change right and uh, why i took that call is because now i have four kids and True. i cannot talk to them about health and nutrition and any of this if mm. i don't do it myself right mm. so i took a call and uh, i went through a massive transformation oh yes right? oh yes i yep. yeah i put in my heart i put in and, and i give a lot of credit to natalie as well because she had to <laughs> she had to cook for me and you know you know people think uh, hitting the gym is enough no it's all about eating as well yeah. um, and i remember i'd come for get togethers to your place with my tiffin box and my you know, <laughs> my french beans and chicken but but i had to do that uh, because you know they saw progress they saw change so and then i was passionate about it and pursued it and i'm still pursuing it yeah so I today know. Yeah. they know that health and nutrition is very is a very high priority with natalie mm. and me Absolutely. right and it becomes easier for us to 
so that I had to become the best version of myself to talk to them about health. Absolutely. Oh. Right. And so, so um, I, I think the, how, how I handle that, Steve, is being vulnerable, saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and also uh, being able to um, be the best version of myself so that I'm, I'm always evolving. I think, I think, I hope that's, uh, that, that makes sense. That's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, the last thing you want to do as a dad is to not evolve, right? Very, to keep yeah. up with so, the times. So because true. then you, 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 they start looking at you like you're, you're the next dinosaur, right? I know. <laughs> that's one thing we don't want. So absolutely. And that's so well put, uh, Leslie. Can I, is that your, is that the way you communicate with the kids? Is that, because you've given me a sense of that. Right. You've given me a sense of this is how, you know, you show your vulnerability. You show that I, I'm not the guy who knows it all, but right. I'm going to do the best I can. So is that, is that one part of how you communicate with the kids? I think that is the, the, the uh, over the last couple of years, that is largely how I communicate with them. And it's been awesome because then uh, they feel a sense of mutual respect as well, mm. where they know that, okay, dad's failed. Um, we're not going to rub it in his face, right? Yeah. Because they, they know that, okay, now dad's okay to be vulnerable and he's not fighting his way out of it. Absolutely. Right? So it, it, it's, it's a sense of mutual respect. Uh, they, but, but they do make sure that I know, that I know that I've failed. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and, um, and my second one, uh, Jordan, she, she speaks her mind out, mm. right? And uh, she's not, she doesn't hesitate to tell me where I'm wrong. Yep. I've begun to appreciate that now because I know if she can do it with me, she can do it with anybody. Absolutely. Gives them that confidence. Yeah. yeah and I encourage it. In fact, I encourage it. And I, and I sometimes have my one-on-ones and say, and I make sure to do that, Steve. I make sure to, you know, uh, I think as a dad, it's very important to, when, when we were talking, coming back to the first question that you said about how they're all individuals. Yeah. Right. So it's very important to, to, I believe very important to treat them individually or have your dates with them as a father, daughter, father, son, individually. So I take them out individually and mm. then we have a heart to heart, right? Lovely. So, so when my second one talks to me, I encourage it and I say, thank you. Um, this, 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 this makes sense. This is yeah. great. And uh, she, she seems to walk out confident as well after mm. that saying that I can tell dad anything. Absolutely. I can share anything. So yeah. Yeah, I think that works. That that gives them that safety net, right? I mean, all dads, by definition, and all parents, not just dads, but all parents are the safety net. But when we think about, you know, having that closer bond, because at the end of the day, we don't know what's coming up. We don't know the challenges. And I've I've seen the smartest people, uh, you know, that I've known having this huge mindset shift when they suddenly realize my daughter is 16 years old, she's right. going to the prom. Like I had a friend yeah. who just told me that he says, like, you know, I looked at him and I said, something's up. What's up. And he says, Steve, I just realized my daughter is 16 years old and uh, we're going out this evening to buy her a dress for the prom. And I was like, uh-huh. you know, and this guy is, is the, one of the smartest guys I know, you know, yeah. but, and I've never seen that side of him. So it was really endearing and really uh, sincere when I seen that. So I completely get what you're saying. Les. It's amazing yeah. that you say that now that's something that I know that you do. I know that you do that with the kids. You go one-on-one. I, I, I've seen that. I've heard about it. And that's fantastic. But is there a family ritual that you have something that you all do together? I know you pray together. 
which is yeah. awesome right? right but apart from that is there something else that you guys you know just love to do well i think uh, uh two things i don't know if this would qualify as family ritual but we are impromptu right <laughs> we just decide to travel oh yeah i know and, this one <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and 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 we and we hit the road awesome. right? i remember there's a time uh, we we hit the road with clothes that would last us we hit the road for about 6 days hmm. but we had just two two sets of clothes because we didn't have time to pack right <laughs> and we went to this place in wynard i remember and uh, we didn't book rooms we didn't book hotel rooms and then we finally you know my wife loves to you know say i can navigate and then she she went online and she i'm i'm driving and she found this place and we got this great fantastic looking glass house okay wow. up wow. up on a mountain we went up there and of course it's part of the hotel but it was dedicated and we went there and the kids go to the bathroom and there's a shriek and and they're like ah and i'm like what happened and there's there's uh, there's spiders wow right and then they decide <laughs> and we and this is at 11:30 in the night we've had dinner we've come to our room and then we decide we're not going to stay there we check out at 11:45 pm what? okay i didn't know and this part Yeah and and we're back on the road searching for hotel rooms at oh like 12 midnight goodness. right <laughs> and um, we go to every single hotel room along the way that google's pointing out we literally we literally knock on every single door and finally i think one watchman told us that there is a there's a room available because the staff the reception nobody wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. there so they got us the room we you know we did the check in process next morning at breakfast so i think uh, so one is one is um, impromptu travel mm. and another thing is i uh, we we are we are big on food right so uh, we there's always something new happening there's our kitchens always flooded with baking and i don't know if you know this but uh, my daughter jaden uh is started a company of her own well it's a brand of her own called yeah. cake buddies yep and uh, her her desire was uh you know that friends should come together and bake together mm. right and so i i encouraged that and then jordan and jacqueline are uh, second and third also joined her as sous chefs is that the right word yeah sous chefs mm. and they have a brand of their own called cake buddies and uh, then jaden was invited as a tedx speaker um to yeah. to to yeah. yeah to to represent her brand and give her story as a young entrepreneur uh, 8 year old a young entrepreneur so food is big at home <laughs> it's always like there's there's always something cooking yeah. um, there's we're all doing stuff together at home that and impromptu travel i think this is the two things uh, i'm testimony to jaden's baking right yeah uh, yeah I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I might have to end up working at the gym a little more. But yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, that's you're right, you're right. Those are the beautiful rituals. Travel, impromptu travel and uh, food. Why not? Anything with yeah. food, right? Super. Yeah. Super. Thanks <laughs> thanks for that, Leslie. Awesome. Okay. Now we're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes, but I've got a couple of questions for you. Sure. If you had to give advice, Leslie, to all the dads to be and all the dads that are in the world, what would that be forgive your father first i'd say that forgive your dad for who he for what he could not be and what dad. he could not do forgive him because you're going to be 
it's a new chapter and it's your version it's you are unique to your child right yeah. so your reference point will never be your own father because he no one's perfect right and uh, if you've had a fantastic relationship with your dad growing up god bless you use those value systems use all of that but in all probability everyone's been a failure at some point of time so Absolutely. i would say growing up forgive your dad if you could do this before you become a father that that would be awesome i'd say heal your relationship heal with your father first have this heart to heart with your dad and then pursue fatherhood i nice. mean i had to deal with three kids then, then deal with my dad and then have the fourth so nice. uh it was it was tough for me so I, if you could learn i i this you know there's a saying um you, with with business or in entrepreneurship that you know your ceiling is someone else's floor right mm. so if you could take this away from if there's one thing i would do differently i would want to heal with my dad first yeah and then then pursue fatherhood awesome awesome oh that is great yeah. advice i can't i can't put that in uh, better words now here's a couple of things yeah the first thing is apart from your father who would you like to nominate on this talk show who's influenced you that you believe apart from dad right that you believe can be a great guest on papahood oh man steve i have so many people that i i would nominate um because there is there are some of them who've been who've not been dads when i was a father right got it yeah but they but they've been great people to me mm. and have brought healing into my life yeah at a, at a time when i was a dad yeah and they were so secure in who they were as people and as sons you know to their fathers yeah. so i was very envious of that at that relationship but the, i i have a lot of friends uh who who have spoken into my life but really i've met fathers uh only after i've you know we became parents but mm-hmm. i'd say two folks i would love to that come to my mind one's a dear friend of mine in malaysia his name is sparky right okay uh, i mean his name is george but we call him sparky okay right? <laughs> uh fantastic guy great dad uh, and a great son great brother to his sister as well i've yeah. seen i've seen him up close were good and another person i'd like to nominate is uh, this gentleman called kingston right so uh, yeah. i just for you to know i don't know if you know this but i think you do Kingston is also a dad of four, right? Oh yes, I know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kingston is right, also a yeah. dad of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He recently, recently had a fourth baby, and uh, yeah. and they were like, and, and they pinged us and said, "We're catching up. You're going to be beating us soon." Oh goodness, yeah. But uh, he's he's a fantastic. Now here's something that that uh, I think is very important and. I'll give you a small story about this. Just a couple of days ago, I was looking through my Google Drive and I found something that I had genuinely forgotten about. Right. I started writing to my kids and at that time I'm talking about just Aiden, just my first guy, right? And I started writing to him and I still have that document and I found it just about 5 days ago mm. on my Google Drive. I was trying to get rid of some stuff on Google Drive, trying to find something and I f- came across this document that I've been writing to my children that I wrote rather. And I started looking at it and I've come I've written for about 7 years. Wow. 
to my kids, right? What's happening with dad's life right now? And I found that there and it was just superb just for me to read it. It took me back, took me back to all those years ago, right? Now we do a lot of things in our world and most of it is centered around technology. I mean, you look at your history, you know, your browsing, whatever it is, it's all tech, right? right? It's all there. You take a picture, they'll tell you exactly the longitude and latitude where you took that picture. So so I want you to leave uh, a message on a, in a podcast right. for your kids, what would you say to them? If they're going to listen to this, I don't know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what message would you leave for your children? Oh, wow. That's a tough one because I'd like to say so many things to them. <laughs> but remember, think, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. So you don't have to go for perfection. Just whatever comes to mind. Right? I'd say, kids, if you're listening to this, you should know that Dara loves you and He's always loved you, and I've I regret the times that I've haven't been a, a good father, right, or a or a or a dad that you'd be proud of. But um, I hope that by the time you're seeing this, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have been awesome, and that we've been able to cherish this journey. Yeah. So um, I love you. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, another great dad on Papahood. Thank you so much, Mr. Leslie Quadris. Uh, Like I said, a guy who loves his speed, his love for speed is just amazing. Uh, He's an entrepreneur, does so many things, loves his family, but at the end and at the center of all that is his love for his children. Leslie, thank you very much for being on Papahood and uh, all the very best to you. God bless. Thank you for having me and all the best for what you're doing, man. Really appreciate this. Thank you, Leslie. Everybody else, thank you for being here on the Papahood podcast. As you know, we put out one guest, one special father every Thursday. So make sure you look us up on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening in. And well, wherever you are, please stay safe and God bless.